Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Smart Firefighting Podcast. Today, we have Brian Cummings of Graham Tactical on the podcast. Graham Tactical provides gear-ready, accessible medication for soldiers in the modern-day battlefield. When there's little room for air on the battlefield, Graham Tactical has found ways to make it easy to carry and easily implement medicine to those soldiers in needs. We hope you enjoy listening, and take care. Brian, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Of course. Glad to have you here. Give us a little uh, background and insight to what is Graham Tactical and how Graham Tactical started. Well, Graham Tactical is a, uh, uh, it's a small business started by me and uh, uh, Will Staggs. Uh, we've uh, got together because we shared a passion for saving lives uh, at the point of injury. My, my history is uh, I'm a recently retired combat medic for the Army and uh, noticed a gap uh, when treating patients uh, during deployment, uh, treating other soldiers, that we had issues with delivering proper pain medication and antibiotics uh, at the point of injury. Now, they were able to get these um, interventions further down the line through uh, through different care when they got on a helicopter, when they got to the next level of care, but there was nothing to do at the point of injury. So we started researching ways and came up with... Um, our first product, which was a, uh, a basically a, a med pod that you could wear on your gear, uh, and every soldier would wear it, uh, and it would be able in one oral dissolving, dissolving tablet, every soldier when they got injured would be able to take a dose of uh, pain medication uh, and antibiotics all in one pill. Uh, so that way, it it would uh, it would get those antibiotics on board and uh, lower the cases of uh, soldiers dying of infection down the road. The, uh, but the one hurdle we ran into was that identifying these uh, patients, identifying that they have already taken this medication because once the medic got on scene, he would know, especially if the patient lost consciousness. So we came up with a dye system that uh, once they take this pill, it'll dye all their um, uh, inside of their mouth, their oral mucosa, fingernail beds, everything, a, a bright, let's say blue. We can make whatever color you want, but we recommend blue. Uh, so that way, not only will everybody in the, the level of care as a soldier moves through know what they took, um, it'll also prevent abuse, uh, such as if uh, a young soldier missing home wants to you know, take medication or abuse the medication, well, he can't because everything in his mouth is going to be dyed bright blue uh, for an extended period of time, uh, which will then, of course, let everybody know that he took his medication. Gotcha. So um, that, that's, two, that, that's twofold. Yeah. So it allows you to identify who has actually received the drug, but then also serves as a prevention uh, from someone abusing uh, using the drug for something that's besides just maybe the pain. Yes, absolutely. Um, so it limits abuse potential, uh, which which we think is a is a huge issue right now, especially with the the ongoing opioid crisis. We don't want to send these soldiers home with an additional addiction. Um, so we uh, sorry. So what we've uh, what we decided was to put that dye system in there. Um, well, then that kind of morphed into well, what else can we put in there that would help the soldier? Um, well, currently soldiers are carrying um, auto injectors on them for um, antidotes to nerve agent poisoning, and we found that we can put this exact same, uh, the exact same antidote that they use in multiple auto injectors into one tablet that these soldiers can carry on them as well. Uh, so instead of taking two series of three auto injectors to get the proper amount of uh, antidote, these soldiers can take one oral dissolving tablet. 
get the full antidote dose and plus have the dye system on board to uh, so that any more res- uh, responders to the scene will know in their dosage. So, Brian, um, tell me what's the advantage the, of the, the what's the advantage of the orally um, ingested medicine compared to the inge- uh, the actual ingest- injection? Oh, uh, well, there's a lot of uh, there's a uh, uh, a lot of benefits to it. First and foremost is the uh, the rate of absorption. Uh, it, it can get into your uh, your system uh, a lot quicker, up to 45 seconds faster. Um, as well as when it's orally dissolving, uh, from my understanding, it does not um, process through the liver uh, initially like auto injectors do. Uh, that that medicine processes the liver, which is going to lower its potency. Uh, so one, it's more potent; it absorbs faster. And then let's say there's a, a soldier who's in shock. Um, uh, when your body's in shock, you, your body does what's called shunting, which brings all the blood supply to the major organs. Well, if you auto-inject somebody in the leg um, with uh, these antidotes, it's going to take a lot longer to get through the body system, Um, whereas if you take an orally dissolving tablet, it's almost instantaneous. Um, So there's that, and then also you're not breaking the skin at all with the oral dissolving tablets like you are with an auto-injector. So there's a lot of advantages to using dissolving tablets as opposed to auto-injectors. Gotcha. So it seems like there's a lot of different interesting problems that you're addressing here and it it almost seems like this is a very simple solution for a kind of a complicated problem in the battlefield and and i I think i want you to kind of maybe talk on the ability to rapidly and quickly provide medicine for soldiers in the field and and maybe what was the problem before of of, let's say carrying it and then sort of now Mm -hmm. why is this the, the way it's packaged something that allows us to be allow us to de- uh, deploy um, medicine more effectively to those in the field? Well, before, we, we, how, how it was delivered uh, prior to, well, how it's still being delivered, uh, is auto-injectors. Uh, the, the medic, um, the, every platoon of soldiers, uh, and I'll speak Army-specific just because that's my, my area of expertise, but every platoon of soldiers has a medic um, when they're deployed. And that medic is the one who carries uh, your auto injectors for morphine, antibiotics, uh, fentanyl, whatever it is that their their type of painkiller antibiotic intervention that their surgeon that they work under has assigned. That's who carries it. So when a soldier gets injured, if that medic is not uh, on site when that soldier gets injured, then he's not going to receive any of those interventions. Um, Whereas with our uh, with our intervention, every single soldier will carry this pod, uh, and it clips directly. You can wear it on your wrist as a watch, or you can clip it on your gear, uh, and it's durable. It can it can withstand impact. It's waterproof, uh, so it'll stand up to the rigors of, of, of deployments in combat uh, until it's ready to be deployed and used. Um, so that 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 drop distinct advantage. Uh, on top of that, if the sooner you get antibiotics and painkillers on board or any side of prophylactic, you increase, one, the chance of uh, preventing any infection. And there's also been studies uh, in the um, New England Journal of Medicine about uh, having uh, high uh, doses of pain medicine on board at the, at the point of injury where it reduces the, uh, the occurrence of PTSD later in life. Uh, so that's another thing that we're very passionate about trying to get in front of is uh, the the uh, occurrence of PTSD in soldiers. Yeah, I know that's a big problem, and especially when you had mentioned earlier about 
trying to reduce the PTSD uh, problem as well as kind of maybe diving into a little bit of the opioid problem where I know we're so quick to prescribe drugs to people and in in some ways these proper Mm -hmm. drugs are needed. As you know, in the battlefield, we need to deploy drugs to allow people to quickly obtain pain medication, but there's also this problem of over-prescribing drugs and causing people to become Mm -hmm. addicted to drugs, which leads them to abusing heroin or fentanyl uh, when they get back, which leads to other problems. And and so, you know, dive into a little bit more about how your approach in terms of trying to prevent the drug addiction and trying to prevent this opioid crisis that is now hitting America very hard. Well, you know, that we fell into that because, you know, our initial, our initial stance on this was getting in and saving lives. And then we realized that our product probably has applications not only in the military, but also in the civilian world, civilian sector as well. Um, and so with our underlying mission being saving lives, period, uh, that, that definitely became a part of our mission. Um, we're trying, we, we're researching ways on how to include um, Narcan, uh, which is a an antidote these these, these uh, uh, when you overdose on these opiates into the uh, the MedPod system. Um, there's right now it's currently I think deployed in a nasal spray. Um, we're trying to see if we can get it deployed in these dissolving tablets um, and have it readily available for all, for all first responders, police officers, firefighters, EMTs that they can have these pods on them or carry them in our, um, our med magazine, which is a, uh, a mul- which is a, a device that will hold, uh, uh multiple pods over a hundred pods. Uh, and they can carry it in their vehicle on their person and have that readily available and easily deployable to get on, to get it in that patient that's overdosing from an opiate immediately before any sort of, uh, medical response arrives. Um, so that that is definitely something that we want to uh, be a part of uh, in helping helping to solve. Uh, as I said before, our passion for saving lives is, is number one here, and that that definitely seems to be a, a huge uh, killer in our society right now. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate your your insight, and it's such a fascinating concept where you've taken sort of this idea of there's the drug, then there's the drug delivery, then there's the identification. So there's a lot of facets that go into just this, I mean, this small little product that you're wearing on your wrist, um, but it's something that is, it's addressing a lot of these different larger issues that we see on the battlefield, but also back home in America. Yes. Uh, yeah, and a lot of it, the funny thing is a lot of it happened by accident because as soon as we would come up with the, the, a plan, we would realize that it had applications across multiple areas. Um and so it just kind of it, it's grown out of that with our, our 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 first priority being the military, but now it's really shifted to military and civilian being equally uh, our top priorities because uh, we just see opportunities to uh, make initial intervention of the first responder quicker, and then by by nature of doing that, we've ex- we'll expand the uh, the golden hour of treatment, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners understand being. Um, first responders, but that that first hour is critical on getting to definitive treatment. And if we can, in any sorts, if we can even expand that golden hour by, you know, a minute and a half, even if it's something that similar, that minute and a half can mean the difference of life and death of, uh, of, of many people. So that's, that's our really our, our ultimate goal here with our products. So tell me what, with the civilian market and the first responder market, 
would it be the same style of deployment where it would be something that you wear on your wrist and you can easily take off and then give to a patient or uh, how would how would the civilian market or first responder market differ from the military um, mode of usage and deployment or give me give me a little insight there gotcha absolutely so the military market i talked about you have that individual pod that you could wear on your wrist or you could wear it on your um on your gear and we i have illustrations on that on our website at um, grahamtactical.com but you can uh so that would be for military use for civilian use we're kind of changed we change it up a little bit because we realized in the hands of a first responder a lot of the instances where you're going to need to use some of this medication be it in a um if you need an antibiotic uh, uh painkiller combination or if you need a, a a mass casualty nerve agent poisoning or if you need something as, uh, like Narcam, you're going to need to have a lot of it. Um, so we developed what we call the Med Mag, which is looks a lot like a, a magazine that would, you would put in a rifle or even a, a Pez dispenser uh, to make it even simpler. Uh, and that Pez dispenser will hold uh, these pods that we made that are a little bit different than the military. They're adapted for this magazine, uh, but just as easy to use. You pull out a pod, you pop it open, the medication, uh, then will fall out into your mouth uh, and you let it dissolve. Uh, that's it. And then it'll, it, it does all the work from there by dying a mucosa. So let's say there's a mass casualty situation like we've had in um, uh, uh, Las Vegas or any of the number of ones that have happened recently in the news, having something like that on board and getting those antibiotics uh, and painkiller on board to these victims immediately will help them uh, exponentially uh, as well as um, let's say, it, it, God forbid, it's a nerve agent poisoning or some sort of mass casualty attack on these civilians, you have these readily available where one first responder could could actually dose over 300 individuals uh, quickly and efficiently uh, um, without having to uh, sit down and annotate and document what he's given those patients because it'll be uh, obvious from the, 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 dye, the dye system working in these patients. The same would be used for the Narcan. The, you know, the first responder would carry this magazine in their in their vehicle uh, and easily be able to access it when they're going to a scene where they know that the the victim is a possible um, a victim of overdose uh, so it just all, all it what it's doing it's streamlining the process as quickly as possible gotcha well it's really incredible what you've done with innovating in this space of the production distribution identification of all the medicine uh, I appreciate all the service and innovation you've done um, tell me what what's ahead what's ahead in the rest of 2018 and 2019 for Graham Tactical. Well, uh, right now we're just we're uh, working on this product, making it as best as uh, uh, the best product we can to take it to market. Uh, we we're working right now. We currently are seeking grant, some grant funding to help get us into some more uh, research and development so we can finalize a product and get it to market as quickly as possible in the next year. That that is our number one priority because we want to. We believe in our want to get it into the hands of those that can use it and benefit from it. Uh, we also develop uh, one other product, which we call the Wound Anchor Sterile Pen, but for short, we call it the WASP. We think it sounds cool, so we went, we stuck with it. But basically, what it is is an answer to it uh, to uh, interventions when a tourniquet isn't necessarily indicated. Uh, let's, for instance, an active shooter where you have people with multiple gunshot wounds. This is about the size of the current uh, delivery device used to deliver epinephrine, uh, like uh, the, the, the auto injector. It's about that size, but what it does is it, it injects a, um, a, a tethered string of, um, 
excuse me for a second, let me get my verbiage right here. Um, what it's going to do, it's going to um, inject a, a, a tethered string of anchors that are sterile and stacked. And uh, what it will do is once it goes into the wound, it will expand inside the wound, um, causing uh, compression and uh, help control the bleeding. Uh, it'll also, whatever doesn't enter the wound uh, because of the depth will be tethered on top and can be uh, cinched down to apply pressure uh, and then uh, wrap a bandage around and secure it. This has a uh, lot of applications. Uh, one, it can help stop bleeding. It can be used by the layperson. It's very easy to use. It's point and shoot. Uh, and then on top of that, it will, uh, once that individual has to go into surgery, it's very easily removed by the surgeon because everything is in place uh, for them to conduct the surgery. Our idea with this is to have it stationed in areas just like an AED, uh, the uh, external defibrillator that we use for people going into cardiac arrest. These can be pre-stationed in the same fashion so that if there's an active shooter and treatment, uh, professional medical treatment is available, the time, then the, the lay person can uh, uh, hop in and use one of these um, wasps to help save lives themselves or save their own lives. Um, this is still in the development stages, uh, but uh, this is also another goal of ours to get to market as soon as possible. Gotcha. Well, Brian, it's really exciting to hear all the innovation that you're doing in this space, and I think that this is something that's really needed in so many levels to rapidly get medicine to those who are in need prevent some of the opioid issues and, and increase our identification with people in the field. So it's really important work that you're doing. Um, everyone from the Smart Firefighting community and Darley, thanks you for that. Uh, and we'll continue to connect the dots here and talk with other people. And just excited to continue to know what you're doing. So thank, thanks for all the innovation you're doing. And, and just to kind of give our viewers a little bit of call to action, if people want to learn more or get more information about what you're doing, where could what could they do? Where could they find that? Oh, absolutely. The, the best place to go is going to be our website, uh, which is uh, www.grahamtactical.com. Uh, it, uh, it has a, a, a good rundown of all of our... Uh, all of our systems that we are currently using, how to deploy them, some dem demonstration videos. It talks about our oral dissolving tablets, uh, the testing we've done on those, our dye systems. Uh, it also has a, uh, a brief uh, link to go to a, a PowerPoint presentation that'll go even more in depth on our, and then we have a, a, an area on the website where you can contact us for any further information that you want. Uh, we'd be more than happy to sit down and talk to anybody who's willing to listen to us about uh, about our uh, our product here. Love it. Well, Brian, thank you for your time today. Really excited to stay in touch and learn more. And uh, best of luck and have a great rest of your day. Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. It was an absolute pleasure.